Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Watch while I tell you of an ancient war. On the side of evil, Hellespont, ruler of the demonites. Against them, the Wildcats, the Carobin Spark, and their cybernetic leader, massive crossbreed maul. Metamorphing Warblade, Master Marksman Grifter, Fierce Warrior Zealot. Will they succeed and defeat Hellspot? We're out of here. And only Wildcats from Playmates. Oh. Man, if you don't know everything about Wildcats, you just got thrown everybody welcome back to play retro this is play retro for friday november 10th 2023 and i'm one of your hosts scott johnson and my cape is alive just look at it it goes on for miles and miles and no one ever asks questions about its magical ways unless you're in the 90s video game and it looks like poop poop cape poop cape you should definitely pick that up when you're going to poop oh and oh i'm your other host brian dunaway and when i'm not at the comic book shop filling up my long boxes with the indie comics you know i'd say pull box do it pull it uh i'm at home playing video games on my dreamcast because it's the late 90s baby oh hi demon spawn say i do believe your cape is in need of some repair and i'm dead spawn spawn We'll get more into that later. We may play this a few times. Spawn. Because it's so dumb. It's so good. It's so dumb and it good. It's so delicious. It's pretty great. Before we get to that topic, though, we're going to talk about what we did this week. I did not spend any time doing any kind of retro anything, but here's what I did. Well, unless you count resubbing to World of Warcraft and playing it, because that's an old-ass game now. It's pretty pretty retro yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 2004, we've covered stuff from 04 before, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, World of Warcraft, my God, is, is a million years old now. And we've done the Warcraft series, not War- yeah, Warcraft, but not the world of. But yeah, yeah it's right there. At the there it precipice. is. So I guess I did play something kind of retro. I poked my head into classic, but I mostly played retail, which is less retro. Did but, you, when you poked yeah. your head in there, did you see any uh, Tauren hunters uh, down in the Wailing Caverns? No, uh, I, didn't, I didn't get in there. Return? I assume your carcass is still in there just smoldering and, and right. molting and smelling, you know. <laughs> I remember that was the first time I quit. Wow. We've never talked about here on the show on this one in particular, but yeah, I quit. Wow. Because mm-hmm. of that particular, the whaling caverns, I was so sick of my big giant, uh, Torrin hunter 
who would run through the caves of the whaling caverns and yeah. I couldn't see squat yeah. and I would just constantly fall. I would try to get up to the top to get out and I would always fall down in a hole mm -hmm. and then I would be dead. Mm -hmm. Oh, so much anger. That's how you, so that's how you lived ball. back then. Yeah, spawn. You know, you had to re, <laughs> right. you're trying to get your body to respawn. Yeah, respawn. Anyway, while I was, while I was still great, having a great time, got inspired by the BlizzCon stage stuff. Metzen sold me again, as he usually does. So I got yeah, in there and played. Still good. Uh, but uh, I have an announcement to make that I'll use my time for instead. Um, listen to this guy talk. He is also an ex-World of Warcraft guy, also worked at Riot for a long time, and Ensemble Studios was uh, a huge hand and head of head of the uh, development at the time of Age of Empires 2, one of our favorite yeah. games. Yeah, we've talked about uh, that one. Greg Street. So let's hear what he has to say. We are going to do a podcast that we're partnering with our good friend, Scott Johnson. Oh! Who's that? I know that guy. That's Greg Ghostcrawler Street. He used to work at Blizzard. He was a big deal over there. And then he went to Riot and uh, worked on League and then the League of Legends based MMO. And then he left and started his own independent studio, which is called Fantastic Pixel Castle. Yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. Wait, you heard I, me. I, 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 oh, yeah. I know. I haven't kept up with this. So I, I did see a blurb, but it's called Fantastic Pixel, Pixel Castle. <laughs> Which you might we like because there's pixels. We talked in about there. pickles pre-show, and I'm having trouble say, did not putting pickle in there. <laughs> Fantastic pickle <laughs> castle is an awesome name. I'm gonna have to talk him out of talk him into changing right, it. Right, right. Um, I got I got a new change, new change for it. I got a new uh, change. We're gonna do a monthly show with them for their team, um, which is I think 25 or 30 people strong at, the, at this point. They got a lot nice. of backing. It's a triple A MMO they're building, and they want to have it as they want to work on it with. The audience. Now you might say, "Oh, whatever. No one ever. They're just they're just uh, patronizing us." No, legitimately. Like this is the way he rolls. He used to roll this way at Blizzard. He get in trouble for it over there because PR didn't like mm -hmm. this. But he likes to say it how it is, and he likes to go, "Hey, that thing we did, we effed up, so we did this." Or, "Hey, that thing you don't like, we're doing it this way, and here are our reasons why we're doing it." And if you give us enough feedback, we may change our. You know, he's very. He's always been that way, but now he gets yeah. to be that way with his own studio from the ground up. And starting this Tuesday on a monthly basis, we're doing a show and we're going to talk about this it. We're going to interview devs, interview Greg, interview people who are artists and programmers and back end people and, and designers and all this stuff so that people can get a front row seat on the making of a triple A MMO. Dude, this is so spot on for this week because you're looking at the modern version of what Image Comics was, which we're talking about this week and the comics that inspired these video games we're talking about. And this is the same thing. It's like, okay, finally I get to spread my wings a little bit yep. and be a little indie and do something that may look a little weird at first, but you know, give it 20 years yeah. to take a look back and see if it's still weird. Probably yeah. spawn. spawn. Exactly. Uh, what'd you do this week? I think you had some fun in, in retro land, right? I did. And I, I was thinking about, okay, so me and you both, I don't think Dan didn't like have a sign anything, right? Like, Dan, oh, no, that, he did not. I think we can talk about it. I forgot to bring my I down. I think we can Crap. talk about it. I, 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 now that I'm holding it and thinking right about it, I'm like, we didn't sign no DNA. Or, I mean, DNA. A DNA. <laughs> no, we didn't sign any DNA. We didn't have any DNA. An NDA, a non-disclosure agreement or anything like that. Yeah, so maybe, we, maybe, maybe we're not supposed to talk about it. I don't know. I don't know. Are uh, we? I think we're supposed Anyway, look, look, I'll tell you this. Dan, how about this? I'll, t I'll I'll find out from Dan next time, but I can tell you this much at least. Dan from uh, Mega Cat Studios. This is not a secret. As a matter of fact, I think this is all on the internet too, so we probably can talk about it. Yeah, um, it's anyway, just on their page. Gonna, he, yeah. this this is the important part. We'll mm. tell you more about it in the upcoming weeks. 
But Dan sent us uh, from MegaCat Studios, sent us a demo version of a real NES cart. And I'll show you the back of it. It's black. I'll show you the back of it. It's black, dude. It's black. And it's got the little warning and stuff and everything. Look at this that. is a modern game programmed for an original NES that you can plug into your NES and play. How yeah. freaking sweet is that? It's 2023. Here I am about to shove one of these things in my NES and get a chance to take a look at it. And I'll give you more details when I figure out what kind of details I can give you. But this is such a cool idea. I've seen the, you know, Atari age has been doing this for a long time. They've been, you know, making Atari games. Uh, there's, there's plenty of modern carts you can pick up for any developers that are going to these old machines. If you've never explored any of it, it's pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. That is really cool. And I, what I love, I, I t- talked to Brian on discord almost immediately about it, but black yeah. cartridge, way cool black way cds cool, do you remember I the mean, sony cds you flip them around and they had a black oh, surface there i'm just saying if they, you want to be cool again regular, they were just cds on those playstations but they they were a little bit thicker and the fact that the black that it was black on that on that one side instead of being just, you know, lame silver that everything was yeah it was black and it just it almost looked like you just wanted to rub it on your face it just yeah. looks so smooth it's like Urgh. and i put it in my it's car and i play wipeout xl in my car except for the first yeah. track oh that's right you could, we've talked out. about that before too you can you can play some of those music stuff well i think the only uh, playstation game we hit this week was uh was danger girl which yeah. uh, i, I kind of want to get a lot of these games that we're talking about this week i guess since they didn't sell like blockbuster they uh they they they're hard to find and yeah. they're kind of expensive they're rare yeah which is kind of a bummer rare. that one the danger yeah. girl one is um Pretty rough, but rare. So rare is fun, right? right? You want to get some rare games. I don't mean rare the company who made the games. I mean rare, Mm -hmm. like hard to get. And so get your get your spawn on. Oh wait, do that again while I push this button. Ready, go. Spawn. Oh, people listening at home, John. uh, John. (laughs) It's okay. It's cool. You've been talking. You talked to John and Bo last night on the course. I did. I was on court last night. But John, Bo, Roger. Brian just held up a 3D printed spawn, spawn logo. <laughs> Did you print it's that? It's got defense. It's got defense. Core is like six hours long. How can you get out of? How can you get out of that? Well, we did three, so mode? three and a half hours last night. Better than the usual four. Um, I think I have a trick to get it shorter. It's not that we don't. I mean, people like it long. That sounds terrible. Let's move on. <laughs> It's almost as bad as the pickle in the fridge. Yeah, none of this is working out. Uh, well, anyway, it's working out. It's, it's exciting it's the stuff. The '90s, everything is. We're we're just channeling what we're about to talk about, which is Image Indie Comics. All those Im- Image Indie Comics. One of their main focuses was jumping off at the page at you. It was yep. it was anatomy to the extreme, violence to the extreme, anything that would get your eyeballs to image comics yeah. they published some great indie titles yeah i loved i bought everything back everything. then all those comics i bought i was so into I was it big, i was big into top cow a top cow was my jam top michael cow turner Adam, yeah all that kind of stuff that was oh my michael jam. turner rest in peace his work was so yeah. good died way, too, way young. Too, too young um but his like his work on uh not the witcher what was that called the girl that was yeah the, yeah the witcher no that, that was a little that was a little tv that was a they did a tv show it wasn't too, the right? witcher though Witchblade. Oh, that's not that's not a Witchblade. Oh, yeah, Witchblade. I'm sorry. You're right. It was Witchblade. <laughs> the Witcher which is kind of is, a play on Switchblade. Yeah. How genius! Oh, weird. I mean, I actually never thought of that until you just said it. That's funny. <laughs> but I had all of those, all the Mark Silvestri stuff. I loved yes everything from that era. Even the weird shit freaking Rob Liefeld was drawn. I was into it. I didn't care. 
uh, Max. Learned, oh man, I learned so much about Liefeld this week. I did not know that he was the originator. He was the thought man. He was the the idea man when it comes to Image Comics. We give him lots of shit because of that. You know that Captain America with the chest. A lot of his art was pretty bad, but he had a lot of great ideas. Dude, he invented Deadpool, one of the most popular characters in Marvel's history. He invented uh, Cable, one of the coolest X Men futury story things ever. Like he had a he had an amazing idea. I just think he got lazy once in a while with the art side. I just think he was like, I don't even know if he was lazy. It was a hard order to serve up. You gotta do this. uh, you, You gotta do this extreme thing. And if you look, I've seen people actually break down uh, real bodybuilders and how it would look if they were standing in that perspective. I think there's some Arnold Schwarzenegger comparisons to the Captain America. Mm. And if you really look at it, it's kind of how it looks. There's it's kind of. Oh, I don't know, know about this. <laughs> it's kind of how it looks from that angle. It's it's kind of true there. But there's it doesn't take as artists, both me and Scott, as artists, we know it doesn't take much of an, a line going in just the smallest misdirection to make everything fall apart. It just makes it look weird, but it could be like 99% there and you send a line errant in one direction and it's the whole thing's toast. Yeah. So I'll give you an example uh, though of why I will not give him a pass on this. And here, here it is. (laughs) Okay. Because it wasn't the only one and he put, he got put in charge of this art right here, which I will now share with you via discord and show the chat on stream. Uh, that's also supposed to be Steve Rogers, and yeah, it's not good. It's pretty bad. I think that's. Uh, I. I mean, there's I, a funness I, I, I to kinda, it. I kind of like it. No, don't I, get me I'm wrong. Not- there's a fun. Hey, your stoner friend in high school drew this kind of quality to it, and I don't hate that. I just don't know. Muscles. He's the right guy. I don't know. It's too like. So, just look at his nose. What do we have there? What are we doing there? Right. Like I said, everything was to the extreme. They were definitely doing very small noses. Uh, you know, very big shoulders. It was it was kind of the vibe during the '90s. This wasn't that far off from a lot of other indie comics that were out that time. It was yeah. it's kind of the style that's kind of going around. You know, was, part of the uh, problem is you're doing this jump out on with image with people like Todd McFarlane, people like Jim Lee, people like Silvestri, yes. Eric Larson. These guys know how to draw really well. Liefeld yes. knew how to draw enough to get on the page. And then you know what? He's loaded. He invented some amazing characters. Nothing wrong with as far as I know, he's a nice guy. I don't know him. Every but interview that, I've seen him in, he seems amazing. I could be totally wrong. These guys could all be assholes. But all the <laughs> interviews I saw, he he seems like a great down every one of them from the Image Comics. The guys who founded Image Comics Publishing seem great. By the way, that shield on that Captain America yeah. is ridiculously small. That's not going to cover anything. Maybe nope. his tiny head, but nothing else. Maybe his crotch. That might be a crotch cover. There's another. There's another bad one. I just put in our Discord. That's also like that right. makes me want to go. Someone stretch me and give me some chiropractic now, work. I actually like that one. I, hate I that it. that shield is so funkadelic. The foreshortening is is probably wrong but then whoever inked it and then colored it made some bad choices because uh, darker colors are supposed to recede and you've got the sparkle on the top of it there was some mistakes made there were some mistakes there were made but really again, big mistakes made you're not wrong about that okay even, even though we're even though we're criticizing these pieces of artwork this is still top 0.1% of art artist in the world okay i mean is still sort of way better than most people yeah I, do. I, maybe i don't know if i right. go that far but there's the captain but, america but put it, look yeah, at that thing yeah. there's no way your arm should be back there and your back be there 
when your chest is way out there and you're starting to build your bottom of your legs there and the legs aren't even far enough to carry that back end. Where's, you know, this leaves a lot to, there's a lot of problems there. Chew. Yeah. But you know what? For all of, for all of this atrocious artwork, it's not really atrocious. I'm going to back. I'm going to, I'm going to break. I'm going to put the pedals on and I'm going to say, it's not that bad. I mean, you're not, they're, they're comic books. You're not meant to sit and stare longingly into a single panel a lots of times you're meant to move on with life you know and keep going um you know it's it's about the story writing and the art but you know we've we've kind of put this on pause right that's bad here's anyway. jim lee's here's jim lee's version okay i'll give you the link jim lee right, knew how to link. draw dude and he had that same kind of edgy 90s business going on but he knew how to freaking that's get so much per- better it's so much better dude <laughs> it's so much better like I don't even I don't have ways to describe how much once better again, it is. Once again, we're comparing living legends to other living legends. Is yeah, but he's a living legend for the wrong hard. reason, I guess. I guess what I'm saying is I feel a little bad that he's mostly known for being a shitty artist because he's really good at so many other things. And right. He also poked fun at himself this year. He did Sam, uh, the the Falcon guy, who's who's now oh, Captain yeah, America. Yes, he yes, he yes. did a new Captain America from the side of Falcon <laughs> slash, you know, Sam making fun of it. Yeah, yeah. kind of make him poke in front of himself. You know what? I respect that. Well done. You went up a few notches in my book, dude. I I, I love it. I love it. Now, wait till you see the graphics in some of these games because these this was also an uncomfortable time for video games as far as artwork went it was extremely uncomfortable there's no question about that very uncomfortable let's get into it so we're going to start with this shall we play a game spawn we're going to start with spawn (laughs) do you guys do you guys remember my ass off when that (laughs) loaded up because when i when i loaded up the dreamcast i got my dreamcast out this week did i i showed you earlier but um let me let me just just for the for people who just showing up there's my dreamcast right there sega sega dreamcast japanese version and i loaded up a a burn copy of spawn in the demon's hand and i swear when that spawn thing came on Mm -hmm. dude I was in. Yeah. I was back in the 90s instantly. Well, let me describe this game. It is uh, three-dimensional. They opted not to have his cape because they couldn't do it. Um, you can't render that. They could barely render it in the freaking movie we got. Yeah. It wasn't even that good there either. They got a new one coming. Right. I'm, I'm excited about that. We've learned a lot Very since excited. then, so we'll, we'll see how mm-hmm. that looks. But uh, Spawn, this game in particular is called Spawn in the Demon's Hand. It came out on Dreamcast and Arcade. And you're right, year 2000, so not quite 90s, but this thing feels 90s yeah. as hell. Um, I'll uh, pl- I'll play a little music or song or sound from this. Uh, here we go. <laughs> he, thought, he talks like this the whole thing. And that's kind of the vibe of it through the whole game. It is it is 100% arcade first. It then Dreamcast second because yeah. it is just balls to the walls, uh, a brawler shooting, uh, you know, a third person shooter where you're just you, you start out, you pick your character kind of like a like from a menu, kind of similar to uh, Mortal Kombat or something. You pick your little character there. It's like, oh, I'm going to play a spawn mm-hmm. because I know he's got the you know, he's got the chains, you know, they'll, they'll come off and everything. And each character you pick has different uh, abilities 
and it's all from the Spawn universe. And of course, I played Spawn almost the entire time. Yeah. Why would you have a Spawn? Why would game you play anyone else? They had the two cops, the skinny guy and the big fat guy. They had them. Uh, you can play yeah. them if you want. You can play Tiffany. You can play uh, uh, the clown. The you can play a whole bunch of unlockable characters. I think there's something like 20 or something. It's, but it's just action packed. Uh, spawn. You'll die. You respawn. You try to be the leader. You either play as teams or you play as boss fights. The boss fights were the most fun to me because um, you play. I played single player boss fights, um, and you would have a bunch of. Uh, you just go straight in. There's yeah. no. There's no work your way to the boss fights. You just select it from the menu, and you're in there. And there's a bunch of the the little uh, you know the little peons come at you, and you're trying to deal with them and then it'll say on the screen bosses appeared and so then the next thing you know there's a boss running around looking like kingpin swinging at you you know doing stuff and so you're trying to take care of him you just named you just named my number one problem with the game it has so much so much ui and word crap all the time it's too much they and it's it's kind of the arcade part of it right this seems fitting in an arcade but for a home thing i don't need a giant graphic to pop up and say release the button to reload every time I run out of bullets. There's just too much on screen text-wise, UI-wise. It's it's a confluence of insanity. I wish it was a little It really cleaner. it it really is and uh and it it is it's this it's that Dreamcast era graphics too. They're 3D, but everything is kind of hard to see kind of like the the texture mapping is so muddled yeah. and muddy uh because it had to be um, but it was the best we could get at the time, yeah. and so it was situated camera. situated somewhere between place. Well, when it came out, it made PS One and everything else look like garbage. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then the PlayStation Two, GameCube, and Xbox original came out, and they and they said, "Oh, really?" And then this thing looked like shit. That's just how it worked. <laughs> they said, "Oh, really?" Yeah. Let me help you some. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, it's it's really fast. The sad thing is. This is this game never really uh, rated very high anywhere on anybody's uh, critical list, but sadly, it's the best spawn game out there. Yeah, because it is so. It is so spawn, so action packed. You're just it's just constant mayhem and death. Uh, you're constantly doing pickups so you can survive and get a little more weaponry because the bosses are typically way more powerful than you. Um, and you're just you're just trying to make it through, it's trying little, to get the high a, ground right here. It's right a now. little annoying that he's that Spawn is uh, just a gun guy in this because this really could have been um, you could have yeah, you could have skinned this any game. This could have been Commando 3D or you know anything because he's just a guy shooting, right? Yeah, he's right. Dressed yeah, like right. Spawn, the first play of this, they're definitely leaning heavy now. This guy has several options. He has the gun. He has his fist, which actually lets you use the chains, which is how I kind of played it a lots of times. Forget the gun. You can do some gun upgrades. Uh, also, he's got some grenades there as well. But yeah, this guy's mostly playing it as as a first person or third person type of a sh- shooter. shooter. A boss has yeah. appeared. This is definitely out of all the modes. This is the most fun. You can play up to four players with this. This would be a, a, a somewhere between so much fun and a nightmare to play with three other people. Oh yeah, I remember they had. I, I could be wrong on this. Come on, my memory may be thinking. I may be thinking of a different shooter, but I swear there was at a local arcade here. A four right. machine setup where you could play head to head in this right. game, uh, I think, and I don't remember. I wouldn't doubt it. Sure. I I didn't get a chance to really look at the arcade version of it. This is all, the arcade version is almost impossible to find. That's the Naomi system, I believe, which is the equivalent of the Dreamcast hardware. Yeah. Um, and 
finding a working copy of that was next to impossible. But I, everything I read says this is almost a you know a port perfect of of the arcade for the Dreamcast. So yeah, um, it's a lot of fun. It's a okay. A lot of fun. It's all right. No, I didn't. You're right. But as far as it, I had a lot of fun. But you're right. It wasn't that much fun. It's, Michael Foster did fun. the uh, the vocals, I believe, here. That's I think he was trying to figure that out earlier. Mm. But I think that's the thing is who it was. Michael okay. Foster was doing that. Yeah, it's all right. It's uh, it's not the worst game I've I've watched. I didn't play this because I didn't have really have a decent way to play it. So I just watched a lot of video. I watched you stream some of it. That looked insane. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you raided on me that night. I think I was playing uh, mm-hmm. playing that. And man, I, I don't, you probably didn't get there earlier enough. But there is a um, there's a song. <laughs> oh, there's all of these today have a weird song. All of, all of these games had songs, and yeah. and I, I believe there was even words to the songs in this in this game. But uh, it's yeah, quite hilarious. Start, and by the, the way, the intro, right? The intro has like yeah, some yeah, yeah the, the intro. Todd McFarlane and all of these Image Comic publishers and all the comics that were coming out of that uh, system were. All the women were, uh, all the men were super muscular and all the women were well endowed. And, uh, this was no different. If you played any of the girl characters, you would be, I mean, for the record, Marvel and DC were also pretty sexist in that regard in the nineties. It's just that these guys, these, this is top talent leaving Marvel and Groves and doing what would Wanda think? Yeah. Spawns out here with the, all these buxom ladies and wanda's all in the grave right yeah wanda wanda's like where's my husband or who is my husband and he says oh, oh she got remarried i'm sorry yeah that's, he says, Spawn. <laughs> that's right she got remarried i'm sorry she was fine so yeah. she just didn't yeah. oh that's right she got married and thought he was dead that's the deal that's right that's right yeah. that's right first of all i was i was thinking of uh eraser with schwarzenegger for some reason i don't know something like that i don't know <laughs> i have the original uh somewhere in a box i was gonna pull him out and bring him here but i can't i couldn't find him but i have Something like the first hundred issues of Spawn, single issues. Wow, that is yeah. impressive. I um, so I, I did go on it. a bit of a hunt because uh, I was like, is Image Comics publishing? Is it still even oh, around? Because I got out of comics. Oh uh, hell a yeah! While back Spawn is it still absolutely a thing, is. Yeah, but it's you can. I I was having trouble getting a solid, real answer because it's like, oh, I want to read. The 1999 versions of Jim Lee's Wildcats. I never read that, and I know that Brian Ibbett, our good friend here on the network, is into that. And I was like, I want to read, but there's been a reboot recently, mm-hmm. and uh, so I couldn't find nothing, nothing. And I was like, well, how do I read it? And it's like, it's on Comicsology, and so I try to hop into Comicsology, and every time I tried to pick up the Wildcats that I was looking for, I couldn't get it nowhere. Finally, after some really good Google searching and getting on Amazon in the right places, I was like, oh, there it is, finally. Finally, I got to read the first couple episodes of our first couple issues of that. And I, I don't remember much about Spawn. I had the first, uh, I think I did like the first 10 or so of Spawn and I, I read those. And so I knew a lot about Spawn at one point in time. Yeah. I know nothing about Spawn now. Well, um, they're up to issue 348. Uh, yes. It's a continuing series. They have a, a bunch of offshoots as well. They have Old West Spawn or something that just got announced oh yeah that old west bond looks good it looks real good um i'm yeah. trying to find it here i can't find it but they've done medieval spawn they've done all these like offshoots and weird ideas and stuff not that different from what marvel and dc do with stuff but mm. uh i'm just a huge fan my favorite run was when uh mcfarland stopped drawing and only wrote the comic and greg capullo came and took over art stuff yes. and i thought capullo was this mind-blowing discovery in the business. He was so good, and he still is. Yes. He's amazing. Does does a lot of Batman shit now. 
Uh, and that's and that's how Image Comics managed to stay around because it was founded by some of the hottest artists in the in the biz. And then it was like, okay, but what happens when you guys move on? Mm. Will another with another, you know, will there more talent come in? Yes. That's how we got the Walking Dead and you know, all this other great stuff. This, well, this yeah, it's a little different though, because those guys when um I can't think of his name, Walking Dead guy. Um Anyway, he's a walking dead guy. Walking dead guy. When he showed up, that was just when Blizzard was doing like independent publisher stuff. So that's kind of their role now. They aren't they aren't like a giant company full of artists and writers doing independent comics anymore. There still are some, but it's mostly a label that indie independent comic writers and creators, including big name ones that are usually contracted over at Marvel and DC and others, they get to come and do their own books there. They're a hundred percent creator controlled and owned mm-hmm. and it's still a, p- a pretty unique thing in the business now you know oni comics and um uh d drw what is it whatever it is these other IDW? smaller IDW? Yeah, ddw whatever it is i idw idw that's what i meant thank you yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah. dark horse everybody else they kind of have versions of that but yeah. The the image thing is still unique and still puts out some of the best stories, the best characters, the best new stuff. Yeah, Robert Robert Kirkman. Kirkman, jeez. He he was one of the last one. I think I think he was one of the last ones to to get on the board. So it's just Image Comics. If if it's still true, I don't know. I watched some documentaries on Image Comics, and if it still holds true, uh, it, it is supposed to only own the image logo and the name, and everything else is supposed to be just a brokering publisher deal where they just you know are trying to put the power of uh of of the art into the artist hands and give them the best possibility for making money because mm-hmm. that was the that was the lashback they were so sick of dc and marvel owning 75 plus percent of the of the market yeah they and were so pissed about this made. rightly so they yeah. were mad and uh boy did they show them they really did they shook things up and uh changed yeah, the, changed yeah, the business did. my favorite thing they did is the quality of the books were so high like yes. the printing the color uh, process the way these things were made so much nicer than what was coming out of the big two at the oh, time they yeah, were, we were they still were doing, skimping we were still guys. doing use print stuff yeah some of it yeah image first hit so yeah image comes yeah. around and goes hey what if all these were beautiful glossy deep color rich looking what if every comic was like five dollars yeah that's the other thing started paying more <laughs> in some ways they upped the price and maybe i don't love them for but that but it was but. good because you know what those those comic artists before then weren't really making the money they should have been and uh but yeah okay so these guys are all they're all in here and they're doing fantastic they're brokering deals with hollywood they're brokering deals with video game companies and wow they they a lot of them when i was watching these interviews wanted to be movie makers so here they finally got a chance to to kind of you know put a camera even though it was in uh in in you know in a video game yeah uh, to their characters yeah they got to do uh what Marvel and DC thought they would only be the ones ever to do, and they got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Wildcats. Wildcats was Jim Lee's invention. That was his big carryover. So when he left, he was mostly known for X-Men work, other stuff, but his work on X-Men is pretty renowned. And his creator-owned thing was Wildcats, a fantastic series, still good. That one even got an animated series. There was talk of a movie that never happened. Uh, But he... He basically made his own version of here's our super team and here's why they're cool. And on the Super Nintendo entertainment system, 
1995. Yeah, so we're actually going back in time. I we we didn't list these chronologically. You may have noticed that we went with Spawn first because really it's the most it's the least interesting to really talk about that game. That game, the is, Wildcats yeah. on the yeah the SNES 1995. Yep, 95. Pretty decent, uh, side scrolling beat 'em up. It's all right. Uh, it's a little beat 'em up yeah. deal. Yeah, it's not bad. Here's here's some sound from that. I mean, it's exactly what you expect out of a SNES sounding game. And you yeah. run around and you punt. Let's see if we can get some punch sounds here. I mean, you might be Go. tricked into thinking you're playing, you know, Final Fight or something. Um, I'm getting, I'm getting a real t- a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kind of vibe, though. Oddly, oh yeah, totally. I can't ever see, I can't ever see the hurry up uh, character without thinking of Splinter. Uh, telling you to go, go, mm-hmm. hurry! I, mm-hmm. I I just love it, and so yeah, we've got our we've got our uh, agent at home or whoever the agent. Okay, look, when I played this game, I had no idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know about never, the premise of the comic or any of that stuff, dude. We listened to that commercial at the top of the uh, top of the show. This is the commercial we listened. This this was what I was about. Mm. It, dude, it is so convoluted. What are you doing, Jim Lee? What are you what are you creating here? Uh, but anyway. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I just knew I was having fun um, beating up guys and and wearing my little super costume. And I no, no other reason than that. That was all the re- oh forklifts, forklifts, forklifts and forklifts, yeah. which you have to run into walls sometimes multiple times to break through those walls. That's pretty fun. I played this one this week. This was easy to emulate, so I got a chance to play it. It's it's a perfectly usable capable side scroller beat em up of the era. There's nothing wrong yes. with this game. It's fine. Nothing. And if if you're a Wildcats fan, it's going to be even better. But if you're not, they don't they don't drown you in the story here, which is good because there is so much story because I think demonites are supposed to be like alien demons and that's they are. what they came to earth and that's what our interpretation of is actually demons and then there's like an angel race that is also aliens and they're here to try to help kind of save uh humanity mm-hmm. and then some for some reason we form a superhero team that fights the demon knights but anyway there's a bunch of stuff going on one of the heroes or one of the people has received an orb in their in their orifice i don't know what's going on all i know is is uh i want to know more <laughs> because it, there's a lot of lore and it tries to explain the whole history of the world and then it all culminates into this beat them up where you're just going you know from uh screen to screen yeah and, and there's stuff there's stuff in characters. the game that people will look at and go all right that's kind of equivalent to the hulk like the guy on screen right now i forget his name uh yeah big guy Griffin. hey big guy that's Zellin? what i called him hey mall? big guy come here big guy i think it's mall i believe that's right right he looks like a mall it kind of got like that he's almost if he just like a bigger like jaw he could be like max yeah. the max and he even has purple he has a purple vest instead of purple pants. He's basically the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Hulk. Yeah. And it's and this is true kind of across the board. Grifter is the sharpshooter guy. I don't know. He's like Deadeye yeah. or not Deadeye. Dead. Uh, dead. Dead. Dead shot. Blood Deadpool. Shot, dead. Bloodshot. Dead, blood dead, dead shoot, shot. shoot shot. Whatever dead, it is. Dead shooter. Uh, Spartan is kind of your Captain blood America guy. type. Uh, you know, Superman-ish combination sort of thing. Um, different characters doing different things. Warblade is very much like, hey, we got a we got a guy that's a little bit like Wolverine over here. He's got blades on his hands and everything. And there's differences, of course, but that's what they were trying to 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 capture. Does the game capture that? Does the game convey the the depth of the comics? No, no, it does not. 
The comic books are still worth reading. They're very pulpy in 90s, but I think they're a good time. And I didn't mention Brandon Choi. He is the writer for the most part. He's the uh, the co-creator. Jim Lee gets all the credit, but he's also he's he's impossible to have this without him. Right. Yeah. uh, So, yeah, it's a fun game, though. I, I, I didn't hate this game. I had fun. Yeah, you got your health pickups. You got your go go goes. You're playing as different agents of the of the Wildcats. If Brian Ibble was here, he would tell me exactly what cats stand for because it's an acronym. I didn't of know some he was sport. all into that. Is he into the Wildcats? Oh, you didn't hear him almost lose his crap the other day when we were talking about it, and no, he was like, uh, he started rattling off all the the acronyms and stuff. I had no idea. It stands for, by the way, Wildcat stands for wild, just wild, but cats part yeah. is the periods in it, and it stands for covert action teams. That's it. Covert action teams, and it's spelt so weird. And I think I actually put an extra dot in there because every time I tried to spell it, it was just impossible yeah it was just it did really well first few issues sold a million each which was huge at the time hell spawned <laughs> uh it was the first uh, see the first series ran for 50 issues in addition to leave featuring comic work by creators travis clearest Cle- uh, chris claremont james robinson and alan moore he got his uh, old yeah, alan, yeah. Moore, alan moore got involved with the uh, image comics there for a little yep. bit we had a toy line we had an animated show on cbs in 94 i mean it was doing all right it did okay this thing yeah uh, yeah wildcats is uh is is the decent uh, beat him up, but yeah, read the comic. Probably you don't really need to play the game, but if you're gonna play the game, why not? Uh, let's <laughs> I see. Was, I think it was like hundred and sixty dollars for one of these these games. I mean, uh, for the Wildcats for the SNES, that's pretty high for an SNES game. Right. Uh, I mean, that's pretty high. Yeah, it's pretty high. Pretty high. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find who was Zealot. Was that a girl? Yeah, ladies, uh, yeah. I think was that the was that the that was the angel, right? That was the that was the robot with the orb. They that's what I was referring to. She's I a Coda think. Coda Warriors. She's described here, uh, former Majestrix of the Coda, helped yeah. develop their virtues and practices. She's lived for a thousand years and has had many relationships with both humans and, and aliens alike. Um, let's see, yeah, she's some kind of weird alien lady. I, yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah, most of, of this, even though I loved it at the time. I don't remember shit. <laughs> I don't either. That's 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 sad because I'm like, oh, I missed out on a whole thing. But there is a reboot. There's a new Wildcats uh, s- series. I can't remember what it's called. Is that out now? Dude, is this, that is, a thing? this is a play retro video podcast, not the comics podcast. Even though me and Scott both love comics. Yeah, we love comics, but we're not like <laughs> I'm not going to be an expert on this one. I'm afraid. No, but there is no, something uh, something going on, eh? Oh, there was a the they had a Sega Genesis port plan, but it got canceled. That's a bummer. Just about every one of these games, when you're reading the trivia, it'll be like, oh, we're going to do a port. And then they didn't because yeah. uh, Image Comics was it was amazing, especially during the 90s uh, at, at making a splash. However, it wasn't uncommon for them to falter along the way and uh, fall behind. And by the time they was actually able to get something with enough momentum behind it, yeah. it would never interest would be completely lost on I, it. So. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that even though I was super into the rebellion of it and just the sort yeah. of throwing the bird at the other publishers, yeah, there yeah. was, there was kind of a all frosting, no cake kind of vibe sometimes. Uh, well, it's a bunch of artists who started and said, and eh, we could do this. We're the talent. We are all talented. You're right. But there's also business. Yeah. And just because you're an artist and you have a great product, doesn't mean you're good at distribution and the management of all. The I things. just think the depth it's wasn't there so job. much. Even in the stories, the depth just didn't come out in those days. That's changed a yeah. lot. I think Spawn has withstood the test of time. 
um, and done fine. I think we learned a. I think we learned a lot during the nineties because right now, this just. I've been thinking about this this week, so it, this this is just the first time I've actually said these words out loud. So forgive it if it sounds immature or stupid, but it felt like during the nineties that we were. Um, Exploring, we were just going. Let's see how far we can go. Let's see how extreme we can go with the anatomy. Let's see, what if we give artists, uh, we, if we if we just give artists no uh, no blockades. Let's just let them run crazy. Yep. And we found out that a lot of stuff, a lot of artists need, <laughs> you know, they need a little bit of pushback yeah. uh, because that that keeps them that keeps them honest with their work. Yeah. Uh, if you let them just go nuts they will go nuts. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of need just a little bit of pushback sometimes. And um, it's not a good thing to like stifle creativity, but kind of corralling it a little bit and letting it focus where it should be. I think they've gotten better at that over the years. I think so too. And now that they, you know, they're really just a publisher of indie comics from outside creators who get to own their comic. Yeah. It's, it's a remember much broader when they thing. Told, remember when they told John Kay, that he could come back on Spike TV mm -hmm. and make Ren and Stimpy how he wanted to. Mm -hmm. And so he had them um, playing the pitcher and the catcher in bed. That sucked. Remember that? I hated it. And then it. everybody said, okay, maybe we need to. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, no, he screwed up. All power. I blame him. Cage. I blame him squarely for that because yeah. for whatever reason, he thought people wanted that. We did not want that. No. We wanted he, what you did before and more of it. What are you doing? You weirdo. And then he turned out to be kind of a scuzz bucket. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it was great. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where we was at here. So. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Speaking of which, we played Danger Girl. Yeah, let's talk about Danger Girl. <laughs> Danger Girl is uh, all about the hot Bettys and uh, yes. that comic. I read a few of them. I didn't really collect it. It was okay. It was basically James Bond Girl Edition was the idea, super spy kind of stuff. And it sounded a lot like this okay deuce i'm in ah smashing do be careful my dear donovan should have upped his security since your last visit you mean rebuilt his security <laughs> oh gosh the acting the acting um this game was problematic for me i i didn't love this one i found it to be um i don't even know what the word is kind of up its own butt this game oh okay i can see okay i can see it's that. just so very is... like it's on the heels of the tomb raiders and so they're trying to kind of capture some of that there is a lot more sneaking around and trying to get into places and exploring than there is combat um and that may be 
you know, everybody's jam or whatever, but I just found it plotting and kind of, I didn't like it. You are, wow, you are pretty much spot on. This is definitely, so we're almost just a little bit, this is the year 2000, uh, and uh, we're getting this on the PlayStation, and it is not that far removed from uh, third-person tank controls like we had played on the, you know, the Tomb Raider stuff. It's a little more, it's a little bit better. It's a little bit better. It's not total tank, but it's still very slow. You're still driving or somewhat like a tank. And you get to play different characters too, by the way. Danger Girl is kind of like a 007 slash Charlie's Angels kind of thing. We kind of heard our little Charlie there giving her the instructions. Yeah, he, she has uh, her own uh, Charlie, basically. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, so anyway, you're not wrong. So the thing is, this game looks like something that you would like Tomb Raider where you want to explore there's no reward for exploring. I explored like a mofo because I kept thinking, oh, <laughs> I got to sneak a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I got to sneak a little bit. Sneaking is no good. The, the, the things that made Tomb Raider interesting, some of the things were like sneaking because you could, you know, you could avoid detection if you were to sneak or, you know, it, it, those things you were, the player was rewarded for. If you sneak here, there's no reward. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you're just walking funny. As a matter of fact, it looks hilarious because when you tell her to sneak, uh, when you tell the character to sneak, it almost looks like she's got a bad hip or something. She's yeah. like, she's just like, she's like almost like holding her butt lower or something. It's weird. It's, it's very weird. weird. The animation's it's weird. weird. It's plotting. It's it's kind of ugly. Uh, even for PS One low standards of the time of the yeah. era, uh, I just found it to be uh, I, not good. <laughs> I found it so. I found it oddly. The, I found some of the glitching parts actually some of the more fun parts. Right there, there she just jumped and grabbed uh, a ledge and she climbed up, very Tomb Raider like. Yeah, that very way. Tomb Raider. Um, yeah. You got a lot of pickups here. You're trying to this first mission, I believe. You're trying to uh, break into a mansion, so you're on a compound. You're got to got to get past all the different uh, henchmen along the ways. You shoot them. You pick up ammo. You pick up health. Uh, you get some uh, get some demo so you can blow some stuff up, mm-hmm. uh, get some gasoline, which is really cool. I was, I was like, oh, my God, am I playing Left 4 Dead 1? God, I love that game. Yeah. And uh, so <laughs> you get to kind of do that stuff, but you're not rewarded for exploring any. There's nothing hidden. There's nothing. Yeah. I looked behind every nook and cranny. There's some destructible items in the world, and I was like, oh, I can destroy these vases. Sweet. Not a single thing. I There's just nothing in them. Yeah. They hadn't really. We were still getting our head around that kind of shit back then. We didn't know what collectibles right. should look like or where you should have hidden things. Although I would argue Doom, Dune, or Dune, Doom, Dune. and Doom 2 had already done this earlier, <laughs> a decade earlier, yeah. and they, they could have probably followed suit a little bit, but I don't know. This, this development just felt like it was painted by the numbers and... It was paid it by done. the numbers. It was late. You know, it's what the PlayStation came out in 95. The year is 2000. They've got the benefit of, you know, game engine that's fairly more mature. Uh, but uh, they're really just trying to play on the sexuality of, of Danger Girl. The comic is okay. I, I flipped through a it's couple right. of the comics. And it's, stuff. Okay. It's, it's not bad. It's, if, if you're into that kind of spy kind of agency kind of Mm-hmm. vibe is it's is fun the art's good really good uh it's okay translation here in the in the playstation i wasn't blown away but i did find myself playing it a pretty good bit because there was some uh there was a little bit of backtracking that kind of i enjoyed so scott campbell did the time. art for that or was i'm thinking of i might be thinking of gen 13 that might be what i'm thinking of That's uh different. did he do i think he did uh this was yeah uh, j scott campbell did the art for danger i'm not sure about 
Gen 13. Did he do Gen 13 too? Uh, I he thought it was have. sure he did Gen 13, but maybe I'm he got made, it backwards. Yeah, he probably, he probably did. I'm sure about the Danger Girl. Not sure, but you okay. say you're sure about that. So I Yeah, think so I think, I think he did both. <laughs> We're or, forming or, like the retro Voltron of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was known... Uh, Campbell was known for his sexy lady work. He was into that. Yeah, yes. yeah. The the, Still is. the ladies are sexy, even in this in this in this game. Sort of. Um. You you yeah. Well, they're sort of, but they're very. But it's kind of got like that gex humor kind of. Uh. You know, when you when you first start your characters out there, and she's like a, like almost like a swamp area, and she's by moonlight, and she's silhouetting all this cleavage, taking everything off. You get butt shots. It's definitely oh yeah appealing to it. It's very specific market yeah. and uh i didn't like the fact that you could i could pretty much pick off the bad guys because my range shooting range was much better than theirs but you know which you kind of saw a little bit in goldeneye but not to this degree i felt uh, like i was always at an advantage as oh. a matter of fact my my health would get down to just a sliver mm-hmm. and just from, i don't know if from i don't know if some poor level design or game design it got progressively harder because they left all of your health in the middle area of, of the progression. And then there was nothing at the end. And, uh, I was picking off henchmen the whole time. No henchmen challenged me until I tried to go into the, uh, into the mansion. And there was one, I don't know if he got stuck behind something, but I had some, just walking by and like, and he just shoots me right in the back. And I'm like death, instant death. Not cool. I was so pissed. I was well, like, that's not cool, brah. That's the most dangerous girl. That's what that is. It was the most dangerous girl. Uh, listen to this. So so they have some music in this that I thought was okay, though, for spy stuff. So I'll play a little bit of not it. Bad. Here you go. I mean, very that, golden the, eye, it's right? very golden eye. Yeah. The stuff, especially in the background, going, me, 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 or whatever. I mean, you can't beat GoldenEye soundtrack. That thing rocked, but no. But I did get a lot of GoldenEye vibe, but not nearly as good. But it's it's okay, you know. It was if you're into that comic, it's okay. It's it's not as good as Wildcats is good at being a side scroller beat 'em up, but it's not a bad third person action adventure game for the PlayStation. It's just, just, you know, it's not great, but yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. I don't think it's great. There's nothing about it where I'd go, oh, a classic in the rough. No. No. Environmental puzzles are okay. There's some times you got to switch over to, you got to switch over to your your night scopes and that kind of stuff and your inventory list. You really feel the age of this game sometimes when you're having to go and it's like, oh, I got to plant a bomb on this thing. And you got to go in there and you got to go in through inventory and go, where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Okay, there it is. And then you got to equip it and then put it on the thing. And then blow yourself up, and you okay. I got just something different, but anyway, yeah. it's uh, it's okay. That one thing that I was, I was, but it did have like a few sporadically placed uh, quick time events, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, you know, it's like, oh, you got to press the, the, the X a whole bunch of time, or you got to press press circle, and I was like, they just put it like in two or three spots. It's just like, you know, what we need to do here, yeah, one of those quick time events. Things. Yeah, everyone loves those. Okay, Love a quick time event. One era? No. no, we at that time though we they were new still, so I guess we could let. They were still let new. Go. Yeah. yeah. Although I I picked up on sale, uh, Detroit Become Human, which is a relatively <laughs> recent game. PC I, version just happened in 2020 or something, but that game's awesome. But it's uh, it's Quantic Dream, and their games are all basically one giant string of of uh, 
the thing, the word quick you just said, events. quick time events. That's the entirety yeah, yeah. of their game lineup. Hard rain, it's, it's, or not hard it's rain? It's every uh, yeah. It's what, everything. I think I like the detective work in that. Um, I bought that game when it came out brand new. That was like it's, one of the few games that I bought right out of that. I was like, yeah. oh, I need that. I need it. I it was it, it was and cool. I, I think that game is cool. I just cool. I just the think that they, they've they've basically said, hey, quick time event. You hate them? Well, don't play this game because that's all we do. Right. That's what we make. There's a lot of exploration, and you know, you gotta you gotta look at bodies and stuff, and try to investigate. Yeah, but every one of those things is like instead of just press a button to, to check his pulse, you have to go yeah, whoop, whoop and do like a little That's move. Right. You do, yeah, yeah, you do have to do it. And yes, if you don't like quick time events, do not get Detroit being human. Yeah, don't play that. Mm-hmm. It's a cool game though. Uh, Scud, cool disposable assassin. I remember this one because somebody told me once that Dan Harmon wrote for this uh, comic book for a while. That's true, and he did not all of it. Uh, to start with, it was Rob Schraub. Schraub. It's all about the Rob Schraub baby. Rob Schraub. Uh, this was his little baby at the time, and uh, this was published from '94 to '98, and then again in '08. They kind of brought it back. But uh, yeah, and before people get mad and go, that's not an Image Comics. When it came when it came back, it was published by NG, uh, by Image Comics in the original run. When this would have been released, he was publishing. Rob Schraub was publishing this independently. Yeah, it was, but it did become Image Comics. Eventually, for some reason, uh, I thought published. Dark Horse had something to do with it. But maybe I've cut that wrong. Is is possible? He may have uh, signed some deals. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, Scud, uh, which is also known as the Disposable Assassin. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a little freelance mercenary dude that's basically a robot. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's a robot in a vending machine that you drop a coin on, and then you give him a mission, and then when he performs the assassination, he explodes or dies. Right. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah. The Saturn version of the game is what I saw this on. I only watched video. So there's two things going on here. I didn't read this comic, and I did not play this game. But I did watch a bunch of it. Here's what it sounds like right here. Five people before me were hired to kill Scott. Dick Smothers' neck was broken. Dick Smothers. His brother Tom was decapitated. Tom Smothers. Anyway, you get the idea. It's a weird combo, though, because this game goes from, like, side-scrolling bullshit to, hey, we're going down a hall, and now we're going to play a light gun game, basically. Um, Not just basically, literally. I knew nothing about this game. I had heard the name before. I think one of our listeners had said, you should play Scud, the Disposal Assassin. I'm like, all right, all right, settle down. I played this game, fell instantly in love with it. This has been my most favorite retro game discovery I have had. I can't even tell you how long it's been. This game is balls to the wall, just fun as shit. It's a side-scroller. Uh, and you can play it with the regular, you know, controller. Mm-hmm. But then, if you want to, if you got two light guns, you can play it in light gun mode. Mm. And it's just nothing but light gun stuff. Like you had said, there's if you played the the running gun thing, where it's you know side scrolling running gun, uh, you'll get to points where uh, you'll have light gun stuff, but you can use your controller pad to move the reticle around, and you can can blow stuff up. But that music is so freaking unique and yeah. just blast my mind and then the then the the ideas like jeff here which is the main baddie that that they're uh that, that scud is out to get scud's got to scud's got to get to this is all part of the comic 
and they explain everything up front, but it's oh, not yeah. nearly as complicated as Wildcats. Yeah. Basically, Scud, the disposable assassin, has been assigned to kill Jeff, who has shown up and is causing some mayhem. Uh, and so if he kills him, he has to die. If he maims him and then keeps them alive on life support, he can continue on. Yeah. And he has a skill, so he can go on and, and kill other things. But he's also got to protect Jeff. It's an amazing amalgamation of all that is 90s and indie comics. This blew everything else away. It, I love the character models. Yeah. It looked like it really had ideas. It was trying to do new things. Compared to everything else, it's pretty safe. Like the Spawn game, yeah. pretty safe little shooter. Uh, the Wildcats game is a very safe side-scrolling beat-em-up. This mm-hmm. game is like, you know what? What if we do like three genres and yeah, they'll all work different. It'll be real weird. And you can even use a light gun if you have one. And you know, it's a very, it's a very odd mix. You can, you can also play it. There's such a, a, a mix of how you can play this. You can play with a single light gun. You can play with two light guns. You can play with the controller and have a friend with a light gun. It is this, this amazing feat of, of gameplay. It's fun to play. You can just hop in and, and just play or you can take a little more serious and just think of different ways to, to you know lay it out and i also think and it's the best the best looking of the entire batch that we've talked about today. oh god it's, it's, it's freaking good looking, yeah dude. mostly because it's pre-rendered and you're not dealing with a bunch of polygon rips and stuff um yeah. abe's abe's uh odyssey it kind of reminds me yeah of yeah kind of, totally kind of that's games. what that is like that pre-rendered run the well everything i guess the enemies and everything are all pre-rendered yeah. it's a little bit like you know, Donkey Kong Country, but then taken to whatever the next level is at the time. Anyway, yeah. um, it's like a Saturn. It's cool, man. And I didn't know the Saturn yeah. had this game. I had a Saturn. I don't remember shit about this back then. So. I did, I knew nothing about this game, and yeah. uh, I don't remember who told us and recommended it. But you are so right. It was a it was a feast, and I freaking loved it. And I've got. You've already got one, Scott. But I've got the little, uh, I've got the little Game Shark slash memory, whatever for my Sega Saturn. Yeah, and I want to see if I can get Scud because buying it is almost ain't gonna happen. Yeah, but I do want to get it running on real hardware, and I want to get a light gun too, and I want to test this thing out because it is freaking. It, like I said, I was shocked. Usually, it's like like you had said, a lot of safe yeah. kind of bets. You know, get your IP into a nice safe, uh, shoot 'em up, and be done with it. Yeah. Not this. No. This is a unique animal. Love yeah, it. got to give them credit. I think that's uh, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Even though no one's ever heard of Scud, like no one knows. Even the yeah, yeah, no it's one knows. Hell. I find a reviews. For Even it. the comic was so indie and so weird and so out out there that I just it, they didn't make a lot of noise. But I I no. admire the chutzpah of this creator and of, of this game and the fact that he even got greenlit to make a game is crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. And there was there was working on a movie, and like you said, Harmon came to Hollywood, which is kind of how. Rob Schraub, he's he's been in Hollywood doing stuff too. They this game or this this property got them all to Hollywood yeah. to to do all the things. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah. There is a game called Spawn Armageddon that came out for the PlayStation Two in 03. We want to at least yeah. give it a mention. Uh, it is a better game, I think. Than- I I personally liked. I liked it. I, I just peeked in real quick. The reason why it's a mention is because we wanted to celebrate Spawn Armageddon walking into, approaching into the pre- play retro era with this PlayStation 2-ness. 
from 2003. You're 20 years old. You did it. This was from the GameCube. But uh, this, you know, little little basic third third person shooting. Just action. Yeah. Third person action. action. Yeah. I'm feeling like a Spider-Man action thing here with the with the chains and and uh and ripping stuff up is it fun uh, so okay. it's all right there's What's so the much like there's that? so much of of uh spawn that is comes from other stuff like his cape is very venom his yeah. chains are very spider-man his one thicker leg although it's not as prominent in this game but in the other game it was that big thick boot gauntlet thing yeah is very yeah, hellboy yeah. like there's a lot of stuff where he just you know apes on other ideas and then kind of makes them part yeah. of spawn they used to this bother me of devil may cry that's what i was thinking oh yeah that's cry. fair that's fair yeah it's not yeah. i don't think it's as snappy but yeah i think that's no, a fair comparison no, 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 i forget no, no, no. i forget what an upgrade the ps2 was it must look so much better than the one it oh doesn't it though still looks good now you know yeah this looks all right i'd play this yeah i didn't but i would yeah, welcome to the play retro era, Spawn Armageddon. Yeah, welcome to You're just a baby here. Our home. All right. Well, there you go. A look at image in the days that image mattered, and also, well, when it really it made a splash, and when those video games were made. It's a fun look back, but now it's time to guess our game. Spawn. Destroy it. <laughs> right, we're gonna use that. We're keeping that spawn sound forever. Oh, we gotta so keep it. That is so freaking good. By the way, yeah. have you seen Hellboy Web? of weird uh, this thing that just dropped this went back in october maybe it's got it is a it is oh it's got the yeah. vibe it's not out uh, wait yeah it just came out then yeah. right yeah it just came out in october uh october 18th 2023 yeah. not getting great reviews but it's it's that cell shaded and it's just it, it reminds me of all of these uh image comics which is probably perfect because mixed reviews is probably what it should get if it wants to be like these spawn games it needs to be you know people going Mm-mm, too weird I like that the they really went for the the style of uh, what's his name? Can I give his name? The creator, um, Mignola. Mignola, yeah, Mike Mignola's art or yeah. art translates really well to the way they did it. But this review here says, uh, "Hellboy Web of Weird Review." Hellboy makes clobber and demons look easy because it is. So apparently, it's just too easy. It's just a rip it's through. Too, it's, yeah, it's too easy. But it, it, if you want to look, if you want something, you want that modern vibe. There you go. That's that's something you can play modern. This just like the the crap we played but i would play scud if i was to if i was to emulate anything i would play some scud they gave it a six out of ten on ign so there's that yeah that's probably what it deserves <laughs> probably i do love hellboy though so bring it on yeah i do too i do too and uh, is hellboy really even considered he's not really even slightly indie at this point i mean well now he may not well right? i don't know he's not dc he's not marvel does that make him indie i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know He's big enough that he made two major, three major motion pictures. Third one was so bad, though. Um, we should film sack that 2019 one. Right. Uh, but the comics just hold up. The animation stuff that they put out was really good. There's just a lot to like about Hellboy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to this. So I'm going to play. Uh, we're going to both do this. We're going to play some old audio from an old video game. And each of us has to guess what we brought. We do tell you what platform and what year it came out. Any other questions come in the form of three questions. If you can't answer it after that, well, then you lose. Brian, I'm going to start with my clip. This is from the Saturn. Okay. The Sega Saturn. From oh, the 19, Sega Saturn. Yeah, the Se- not the Nintendo Saturn. All right. Don't oh, get okay. confused. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from 1997. So it's been a bit. 26 years or whatever that is. 26, 27, 26. 26, 27, 26. Good years. Lord. That's insane. Anyway, 
Here it is. See if you can figure it out. Enjoy. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Did we just talk to Sonic? Maybe. All right. What's your first guess or question? Um, is this, um, <laughs> seems like an easy one. Is this, a I know, Sonic I, don't, I, don't, I, I kind of want to ask this, the obvious questions, but then I'm like, but that'll, that'll, um, it's well, pointless music, because I, I definitely know it's got Sonic in it, right? Oh, I love that music too. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. Well, okay, wait, wait, let me ask this question. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Um, Saturn, um, uh, is 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 this one from? Uh, okay, we have is someone in the mo- chat. It, someone in the chat got it. We'll give him credit here at the end. But. All right, 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 right. Um, is, does this game also have any secondary Sonic characters uh, playable? Yes. Besides, okay, okay almost okay. all of. So as far as I know, all of them. You can be Knuckles. You can right, be Knuckles. Okay, Tails. Right. All that stuff. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um. What's the next question? question? I don't know. Listen to that song again. Yes, remember? There's only one really Sonic game because the Sonic team had moved over to uh, Nights in the Dreams. So that's true. You weren't seeing you weren't seeing Sonic games very much. Like no, I don't even think this was Sonic Team, other than they were the head studio. But it wasn't at all exactly, it. exactly. Yeah. So there's only one I can think of. Um, I'm trying to ask more questions though, so it's not the Sonic Team. Um, we got that. So that's the question. So Sonic Team, no. Oh, that's your question. Okay. All right. Well, then no is the answer. All right, no. And uh, let's see. Um, you can play more. as other different characters, right? Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So I, I I saw this loose not too long ago. One of the wretched places. Anyway, um, do they play? Uh, let's see. Is this this is this side scrolling? No. So it's three D then. Yep, three D. Right. And it's it's got to be. It's got to be Sonic Jam, right? Uh, let's find out. Is it Sonic Jam? <laughs> it is not. It's not Sonic Jam. It's okay. Sonic R for racing. Sonic R racing. Oh, daggummit. Yep, that's I the forgot game. about Sonic R completely. Shout out Jesus. goes to Cherizi, uh, Cherizi in the chat. You got Sonic R. Nice job. Well done. Oh, Jesus, of course. Yeah. Sonic R. I yep. played that earlier this year too. Yo, did you? I don't I remember yeah. it being kind of bad. It's not great, I think. I don't think it's that good. But whatever. Saturn 3D games were rough. They were all rough. Yeah, they're two D stuff. Well, I just got impeccable. my I just got my Saturn late last year, so I've been I've been kind of exploring through the years, trying to figure out exactly what it was. I didn't have any touch. I didn't have any friends that had a Saturn. I didn't have a Saturn, and knew nothing about the Saturn yeah. at the time. I love um, that. So thing. it's been a new exploration. For I me. enjoyed my Saturn. I loved the controller. I really liked. I don't know. I liked what they were putting down, but the rest of the industry did not, and so it kind of languished and died. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to you, Brian. It's uh, about 10 years early, 1988, nine years earlier. Ooh, 19. And guess what? Mm. We're in the arcade. <gasps> We're in the arcade. We're in the arcade. I, I love it in there. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's see if we can figure this out. Before, let's make a little arcade from that era. Uh, let's see. About here. Let's see. Yeah, that's about, that's about the era. All right. Let's play your clip and see if I can figure this out. Here we go.
my gosh. I don't know. Isn't uh, it sexy? Isn't it sexy? I was so young. What in the world am I hearing? <laughs> I'll, I will give you the hint, even though that's not a question. You're going through the menu system. Okay. Making choices. Why do I know this? Um, is it a, uh, multiplayer, multiplayer fighting game? Yes, it can be. You can play one or multiple. Okay. But it's fighting. Um, Yes, but don't like, don't think of, don't, don't focus too much on that. But yes, yes, there, there is fighting involved. It's definitely not uh, Star Castle or something. Not Star Castle. What was the one where you fought Star Duel? Star Dookie. Uh, second question: Is it science fiction based? Yes. Third question. Atari. Oh, look at you. I think you may be onto it. Because it sounds Atari. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll give you it was released by Atari. How about that? Okay. Might have been using their hardware, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Good ear. Good ear, Scott. Yeah, I have a thing for that. I don't know why. Arcade. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. arcade era is when my dad had arcade stuff. It's toward the end of it, but we had all that arcade stuff, yeah. and I just could hear. I I could know a game company by hearing their their soundboard. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, third question. Let's say is 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 it its own thing or uh, yeah. or based on an IP or something? No, no, it's its own thing. It's okay. its own thing. Uh. I honestly don't know. Um, Toss out anything. I can't think of anything. Uh, um, Shape Chaser. Oh, Sheep Chaser. Is that what you said? Shape. It's it's, it's a oh, Shape Chaser. Yeah. <laughs> I like Sheep Chaser better, but Shape Chaser. Not a bad guess, but it's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. What is uh what what is it? What is this? It's Vindicators. Oh, I knew that Vindicators. game. Uh, yeah. Get in your tank, baby. One or two. Let's fight. Uh, fight. I had AI, you could fight each other. I remember Vindicators. Yes. It was a it was an Atari machine, but I want to say devved by like maybe not Williams, but somebody like that. Westwood. Some other. The people who were involved was like Tengen did some ports, but Westwood, I think maybe did some stuff. Westwood Studios, like Westwood, yeah, like the people that made the associates. What are who are these guys? Command and Conquer guys. It can't be them. Yeah, well, they eventually turned into Westwood, Westwood Studios. Really? Yeah, same oh, stuff. that's interesting. Yeah. Westwood Associates. Interesting. Westwood Associates sounds like I need to go get law work done over there. Right. That's what I was thinking too, and I was like, I thought it was Westwood Studios. It is. Okay. Like, all right. Well, there you have it. Subsidiary. Yeah. I lose today. I lose. So did you. Double double yeah. fart today. Double fart. But you did some really good. We both did some really good guessing today. 
Yeah, I really feel like we did guess. some good detective work, but it wasn't resolved uh, in the yeah. end. Can't I can't win every case, everybody. All right. Well, you tried all the quick time events, and you still you just didn't nail it, man. That's right. Square, square, yeah, square, square, circle, circle, triangle. Yep. Push style. Welcome to the treasure room. Well, that sound means it's time to listen to a phone call. That's what we're doing today. We do emails, texts, all that kind of stuff, and you can send any of them, and we'd be happy to read them, play them, whatever. Uh, the phone line is 801-471-0462 for both texts and voicemails. Or you can email us, playretroshow at gmail.com. Here is a call about Phantasmagoria. Uh, wait, not Phantasmagoria. What was that yeah, game we played? Sa- well, Phantasmagoria, that's one of them. That's that's the game. What's wrong with me? Oh, I'm thinking of Fangoria. Again, I keep doing that. I keep oh, the, mixing the, them up. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Phantasmagoria, though, that's the one we just did recently. That was Right, the, the point-and-click adventure, full-motion video thing. Yeah. I always yeah, mix yeah. up the name of the magazine with the name of that game. But anyway, yes. here is a call from a Utah local about that. Uh, hey, Scott and Brian. I was just listening to the uh, Phantasmagoria episode. This is... Uh, by the way, this is David, a.k.a. Hootie42, so hello. Oh, um, and anyway, the Phantasmagoria episode triggered like two really ancient memories from when I was a teenager. One is there was a trailer for Phantasmagoria on the King's Quest VI CD-ROM version that my 14-year-old brain thought that was just so amazing. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys remember or talked about this one before. There was a fan magazine for Sierra, uh, kind of like Nintendo Power, but only had like five subscribers, and I think I was one of them. Um, and in that magazine, Canon Roberta Williams' son had a column that he would do, and I vividly remember one of his columns being about how he was helping with like cleaning up blood and stuff when they were shooting the full motion video scenes for Phantasmagoria. And how there were a couple of scenes that he was not allowed to be in the studio to watch them film. So, anyway, just some fun, weird, old Phantasmagoria trivia for you guys. Uh, Love the show. Have a good one. And, Scott, let's do lunch. Ha ha. And uh, if we ever do, I will bring my old CD wallet full of... uh, uh, retro gaming CD-ROM goodness that you can look at. So anyway, bring it, bring have a good one, guys. We'll see you around. Bye. Yeah, I keep we keep pushing lunch off just because schedules never align. But yeah, we need to do that. But a CD wallet, baby, zip that thing. Yep, there it is. CD there's wallet. All, there's all this. There's all the stolen goods. We all had them. <laughs> yeah, all the stolen goods are in your CD wallet. That's what mine was. Mine had Starcraft. Yeah. Mine had. Warcraft and Diablo. It had um what else did I keep in there? All kinds of games. Yeah, yeah. There was a time there when it was when you was. could I didn't know anything that. about the Sierra magazine or the I knew I knew about the Sierra Club. I didn't know about uh, the, the magazine. I, I thought it was all online bulletin board kind of stuff, but I didn't realize it was a, that's kind of cool. Isn't Sierra Club also like something else though? There's also a Sierra Club thing, yeah. Yeah, it's that's like, like another thing. Nature I, the gaming magazine. Yeah, something like that. Uh, well, anyway, thank you for that Hootie 42. We appreciate it. Hootie. Now, here's the deal. Uh, we love getting your feedback, so keep sending that stuff. All right? That email again, playretroshow at gmail.com, the text number 801-471-0462. Here's the important bit. You guys help us stay alive here on the show by supporting us at patreon.com slash playretro. Without that, we don't have a show. So please mm. hop in there and do it if you haven't yet done it. And if you're already in there, we love you. People like Leonard 
Adam uh, Lefave and Mbombo. 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 Yep. Five. Well, there's no five. It's just no number. Oh. No number Mbombo, okay. but he's in there. Love. Uh, we love him. We love all three of you and everybody else who supports us. Please be like them and hop in there and get it done. No commercials ever. Pre-show content every week. Another benefit you can only get by being a patron at patreon.com slash play retro. So get in there and get that done. Uh, our website is frogpants.com slash play retro. Brian, is there anything else that you'd like to add to today's massive discussion about image? Oh, we didn't talk about our uh, next week. We're doing cl- Crazy yeah. Climber. Woo! Woot! Yes! Finally, Woo! we're getting to the Crazy Climber after Scott has said so many things about Crazy Climber. I'm going to finally nail him down and make him tell me all about the Crazy Climber. Some guy is outside uh, your apartment complex, and he's climbing up. Th- what are you doing out there, you Crazy Climber? Uh-huh. Yeah, listen. Crazy Climber... Still to this day, some of my happiest memories tied to that game. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about them. We have one in the house. Can't wait. I, I, I won a, a, a Timex digital watch in a contest <laughs> because I had the highest score in Crazy Climber. Like, I have so and, many and that fond was, feelings. And for the longest time, that was your longest relationship, that, that watch until <laughs> yeah. you got married, right? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, like that yeah. watch lasted longer than any girlfriend I had. Um <laughs> You're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna check out that episode, you guys, for real. Because I got I got stories, I got funny things that happen. I got my grandma going, "What did he throw out of that window?" Questions. Oh, why would he throw? Why does everybody have windows they can open in a high rise? That's yeah. not even accurate. It's very it's a very unusual <laughs> game that really threw us all for a loop here at the at the Johnson House, and uh, we. Love and you know game. what? This came out before Donkey Kong. Did you know that? That's right. Yeah. There was another guy climbing uh, stuff to get to the top before uh, yeah. Donkey. Yeah, Take that, crazy. jump man, or soon to be jump Mario. Man. Anyway, we'll talk all about that next week, right here on the show. That's the arcade game, the classic Crazy Climber. Uh, that'll be us then. And until then, everybody go play some retro games. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you then. Oh. Get more at frogpants.com. Okay, Deuce, I'm in. Spawn. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart. A better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com code program.